0: welcome to guys we fucked guys we guys we fucked i'm christina i'm corinne we're sorry about about last night night. the anti-slut
1: shaming podcast
0: i never stop
1: hey everyone welcome to another episode of guys we fucked
0: it is the anti-slut shaming podcast i'm corinne i'm christina See, i matched your energy my energy well Sexual you made sensual energy you made it sensual oh did i <laughs> i was. I'm, I'm, I'm still in my uh answering the phones at the spa voice so it's oh. a little bit calmer a little bit more it's like i want to be talking to you yeah wow Not you specifically you in general like a, whoever a massive you mm-hmm. yeah yeah oof
1: i i don't i don't do good in phone answering what? I'm Like, hi, what? I worked for Apple. Oh. And I answered their phones. And when people's technology isn't working, they're mean. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I actually like answering phones. I love the duties of a, a receptionist. Like, it was my goal when I quit my, like quote unquote, real job to be a receptionist. That's like, hey, what I wanted. You met it. Because it. It, com- it calms me. Oh. I like typing and I like answering phones. Oh. Well, Two things you're, I'm very good at. You're
1: perfect. You're in the perfect position. I am. <laughs> oh, thank you, everybody who sent uh, their yeast infection cures to me. They've worked, I think. AZO is was the thing that everybody most popular cure Mm -hmm. that everyone swore by. And then pouring putting boric acid up your vagina. Oh, I gotta try that that. too, yeah. And then one girl said garlic that I had read and then another person was like before you put garlic up your pussy not that you would do that I'm like yeah I won't. that's stupid <laughs> um, cool uh, come see us live you guys we have some shows that you should come to all over the country yeah pretty much.
0: tonight at New York Comedy Club it's Nacho Bitches at 11pm use code nacho for $10 tickets it's me and Blair Saki we'll have a great time
1: and then the next day for a uh, Saturday April 23rd Wendy Starling and I are co-hosting our monthly show Glamour Put. Us at Zinc Bar in the West Village. Ticket links for that show and all the shows we're talking about can be found in the description of this podcast. These shows do sell out, so get you tickets. Um, if you live near Miami, Florida, or if you know anybody who lives near Miami, Florida, Wendy and I are bringing Glamour Post to the Flamingo Theater on Saturday, April 30th. And that's going to be a fun show. We have a very fun surprise guest comedian uh, that'll be coming with us. We're really excited. Also, the TED Talk that Corinne and I did at UNC Chapel Hill is is now live so you can find a link to that talk in the description of this podcast we're very proud of it please check it out and let us know what you think uh and then on monday may 23rd uh karen and i are going to be testing doing the second test date for the guys we fucked tour
0: yeah the first date already sold out so thank you so much for thank that yeah uh, all these test dates are happening at that wasn't a different language i was speaking uh they are happening <laughs> at subculture which is on Bleecker street doors open at 7 p.m the show starts at 8 uh, tickets for this may 23rd date will go on sale april 29th the venue's all ages it's super yeah. exciting all you have to do if you're under 16, bring a parent, bring an older brother or sister uh, and bring have a, a great stranger. time. Well, not a stranger. No, I don't do that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's like when we were young, like we were trying to get older people to buy us beer. And oh, like, all the time. Now the youth is going to try to get tickets to the guys we fucked test tour dates. <laughs> what <laughs> have you a ever, culture we live in. Have you
1: ever stood outside a liquor store before you were 21 being like, can someone
0: buy me some beer? No, I mean, I, I've seen it on TV. That's where I got that reference far from. I'm a, I am ai was a big that rule follower. For a very very long time Oh yeah that makes sense My mom's a teacher I love rules Raised on rules Rules help People? Yeah, except for when you want to get, wanna get a, a picture with uh, Baby Spice, Emma Bunton. But that's a different story that I'm still better about for another day. Was there a rule that you couldn't ask her? Well, listen, we were in line <laughs> and I had gone through all the trouble of getting my friend Verena's fake ID and to go to this club with my... Even though I was with my mother, I still was under 21, so I couldn't get in. So I went through the trouble of that. She looked enough like me. I don't think the bouncer believed me. I don't think he really cared, though. I mean, it was a Baby Spice autograph signing. Yeah, don't use that
1: moment for your power trip.
0: Yeah, and I was like later in the line... And so by that time, they were like, well, it's time we can't take any more pictures. Uh, and I, because I'm a rule follower, I put my camera away because I didn't want to get yelled at in front of Baby Spice Emma Bunton Because that would be The true Biggest shame Of my life She would have thought Less of you forever She would have And I had like prepared Like I got her A fuzzy diary And like And stuff, and wrote a note in it Because she loves fuzzy things I read in like A Spice Girls fact book Um, And then I didn't ask her For a photo And then immediately After I didn't ask her The people behind me did And of course She said yes Because she's not a monster And I That is The biggest regret of my life That's the day You stopped following the rules (laughs) And I was just like No no more. I will not let this hold me down any longer. (laughs) Good for you. Kariv. You're getting yours. Yeah. And then I kicked through the wall, like the Kool-Aid guy.
1: Did you used to make dances to spice girl songs when you were a kid? Oh God. Yeah. I did that. And I remember like bringing my mom and dad into the living room. Oh, like like Showtime? showtime. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. That was the original showtime for me anyway. And, uh, but then I look back at those dances and they were oddly sexual, but no one said shit. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's
0: kind of good because it is good. I think sometimes uh, adults sexualize children. Like there's a lot of YouTube videos that do this where there's like some young uh, girl who's dancing in a way that we as adults interpret as sexual. But of course, she doesn't. She's mean just it doing as sexual. her. Yeah. Dancing, dancing, the root of dance. It is erotic.
1: Dance yeah, it's erotic. It's expressive, and also you yeah. could tell how. So- I always think you could tell if somebody is in bed a lot of times based off of how they dance. Also, how they drive is how they are in bed. Yeah, yeah. So Guys I- who are like tentative drivers don't
0: even just let me out here. Can someone carjack this? <laughs> Jesus Can Christ! Can someone kidnap me real quick?
1: <laughs> so I'm speedy and efficient. That's yeah. pretty good. Well, you're a bit of a maniac behind the wheel. Oh, so hell yeah. I would assume. Haven't crashed one. Well, no, I did total my car. That's a lie. You did. But it wasn't my fault. The cop said it was rainy and slippery. So, I mean, I fucking wow. rear-ended her. Really but she's stopped to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's okay. Everyone totals their car once. Nope. Right? No,
1: you didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I have very little experience driving. But. I've never gotten a speeding ticket, but I'm waiting for the day to be, for the opportunity to get out of one. Of course, I would get the lady cop. That's what would happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. I yeah. could charm people It'd Be like I'm a stand-up comic I'm on a way to a gig Well
0: anytime we're driving together you, And you're going like very fast I'm like we'll just be careful Because you know, we're in a red sports car And you're like we're not going to get a ticket You just you I just, know You just I envisioned. proclaimed that we weren't getting a ticket And I was like well I guess Christina knows something that I don't Well
1: I always try to go one mile below Whoever the fastest person around me is well, That that's way the they'll, key. Get, they'll yeah. get the ticket Yeah you can't be the fastest in the situation But do you ever Like I used to want to get arrested when I was a kid so bad In an erotic way yeah. I sometimes mean, when i'm around authority authority meeting cops right. i'm like oh they could take the me problem in, is i have no respect minute. for
0: cops maybe oh. if i was a black cop i'd be into
1: it white oh cop, yeah white
0: cop absolutely not i'd much rather be a black cop, no thank you for many reasons i kind of would like to, to be like a real like dyke like <gasps> latina cop maybe oh, that'd be hot yeah But then, I mean, over the weekend, I was actually watching a lot of cops and then this other kind of like cops like show called Jail. There was really (laughs) nothing erotic about it. What's that about jail? Yeah, it's about jail and living in jail. (laughs) you're getting getting into it getting in
1: pickles (laughs) (laughs) getting in pickles in jail
0: for kids
1: uh we let's read some emails okay getting some good ones if you want to email us uh sorry about last night show at gmail.com is our email address uh and uh this first email i want to read the subject line it's from a girl the subject is i faked it every time hey guys so your podcast is awesome and i can't Tell you how many friends I've gotten hooked on it in the past year. Thank you. It's brought up so many conversations with friends and has let me put them up to things, uh, talk about things that I previously was not comfortable talking about. Basically, my problem is that for the past nine years since I started having sex when I was 17, I have faked orgasms. With With my first boyfriend, who I was with for a really long time, five years, he started to not be able to get it up because I wasn't finishing, and I turned into this huge. It turned into this huge thing about him and his performance. At the end of the day, I loved him and was okay with letting him get off, even though he was never knew that I wasn't. We broke up. Uh, I was hoping I could orgasm with someone else and tried with a lot of guys, and it just never happened. I'm with a guy now who's older, and it's uh, very much on point of uh, point of pride for him that the girl has to finish. I didn't start faking it initially, but at a certain point, I'm just tired of no, uh, tired and no, I'm not going to finish, but also no, I can't tell him that because he would just go down on me forever, which is great that he's willing to do that, but past a certain point, I just don't want anyone touching me anymore. Mm-hmm. I hear you. The thing that sucks is that I'm not that vocal about what I want. I'm very vocal and adventurous in terms of sex or that I don't know my body. I can make myself come in, like, three minutes, no problem. Oh, she is vocal about what she wants. Sorry, I misread that. Uh, I just have no idea what it is or why I can't come with a guy, even though I can alone. I've tried pretty much everything I can think of. I've hooked up with girls, too, to see if that would work, but nothing. A few of my friends have told me I have to stop faking it or explain to guys that I usually don't finish, but then it turns into this Mission Impossible masculinity challenge, and it puts so much pressure on me that basically, from the minute we start hooking up, I know No, there's no way I can finish. I'm 26 years old now. And while back in high school and early in college, a lot of my friends had the same issue. I don't know anyone else anymore who has uh, never come during sex. Any advice? I'm getting pretty tired of putting on a show every single time I fuck someone.
0: Oh, I think I I have this. I pre, I know it's wrong. I What's mean, wrong? she's not relaxing. Do oh, you, yeah. Do you know how when you orgasm, when you when you. OK, so first of all, you need to learn how to orgasm. Orgasming by yourself is very different than orgasming with a partner. In my experience, that's it, all I know about. Because there's another person
1: in the room. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: yeah, you need. Yeah, it's like uh, the same as like when you can't pee when you hear another person walk in or, or something like to that. Oh, nature. I can pee under any circumstance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can. But a lot of people can't. But yeah, that's what it is. You number one, you have you have to learn how to orgasm in the presence of somebody else so i mean to do this you have to be with someone you're super comfortable with i had the extreme luxury of having my first boyfriend be someone who made me feel so fucking comfortable like honestly a godson uh one of the greatest people i know um he'll never listen to this but that's okay Uh, (laughs) great just just send it out into the universe. And, uh, yeah, so you have to relax. You have to actually, like, physically relax your body and your mind. And I think what people often overlook is how much of a mental thing an orgasm is, not just a physical thing. I think we concentrate on the physicality of it, but it's so mental. Like, I actually sometimes get a tension headache when I'm about to orgasm because I'm fucking concentrating so hard on it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I do, too. What if you – and also, what if you tried, with the person you're fucking now, having sex but having – like saying beforehand, I'm not gonna come. That's not the end goal here because right. I liked what she said in her email. That the, the guy takes it as this challenge to his masculinity and he be- masculinity and yeah, it becomes yeah. Once again, men, race. a female
0: orgasm isn't about you, Jesus Christ. Can you deliver something
1: to us? Stop making it about so, you. Let, let something in sex be about us, okay? <laughs> Please, <laughs> but Steven Stephen could get like that. Like mm-hmm. if I don't come. If I don't come by a certain time I feel like he just goes harder I'm like no that's not That's gonna make me never come Well exactly And then that just makes Yeah it
0: makes your, your vagina Or your clit or whatever numb And I'm just like Oh my god please stop and At a certain point I just like literally like put. I had to push people's heads away I'm like you <laughs> yeah, gotta stop that.
1: This is not gonna happen And now I'm just irritated Yeah and it's not the end of the world If you don't come during sex You can you should tell him. You should be honest about that Because I completely understand The notion of putting on a show But I think that's the main problem With women not coming Is that's their only thing They're focused on Like coming Especially with another person Is animalistic Right And of course
0: Because you've never come With somebody else I think you don't have A good gauge On how long it's going To take you So I think you're Freaking out And getting almost Embarrassed and anxious So you're just Faking it Before you're relaxing And giving yourself The opportunity To come organically
1: Yeah dude It may seem like A quick fix To just go "Ah," Or whatever the fuck You do. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's over. Okay. But it, try and incorporate one thing. I come clitorally. And mm-hmm. one thing I love doing with Steven is grinding up against his penis when it's hard. Yeah. Like dry I humping. I love it. For reals. That's how I first started masturbating when I was a kid. Oh, I love dry humping. So I almost Very wish I underrated. didn't do it so aggressively when I was a kid because now it's like, <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot. But, uh, but that's something that I do. Maybe you should try. I don't know how you come when you're by yourself, but incorporate that into partnered sex use a vibrator while his penis is in you that feels fucking great
0: right so yeah.
1: hope that helps <laughs> you can come you
0: can you do too it. can come yeah if well, you just relax let us know um so this email is called uh why not a thruple Ooh. hi corinne and christina My girlfriend and I have been together for nearly five years, lived together for four. Our relationship is incredible and we are still madly in love. From the beginning, both of us shared the belief that traditional monogamy is an unrealistic practice. We put a major emphasis on communication, particularly around questions of sex and sexuality, and are about as non-jealous as possible. Neither of us were ever interested in having a, quote, open relationship, sleeping with others outside the relationship in parentheses, but we're fairly certain that we would be having threesomes at some point. She is bisexual and has dated both men and women. I'm straight. We recently started to explore the option of bringing another woman into our sex life and then had our first threesome shortly after Christina talked about her and Stevens on the show, actually, which was interesting to compare. It wasn't a bad experience, but it certainly wasn't the best. The girl was nice, the sex-positive education worker, and we had fun. However, both my girlfriend and I realized right away that the issue really was that though we don't believe in monogamy, we also don't enjoy having sex with people we don't have deep emotional connections with. We have since met a girl that we both have literally fallen in love with. I know we sound nuts. We've been having sex with her in threesomes as well as separately. We go on dates with her. We spend huge amounts of time With her. She left a long distance boyfriend because of her new, quote, relationship with us. All three of us are basically love drunk. It's some big love shit without the male-centric nonsense, but it's getting to a point where we are confused about what we have and how to exist in the world with it. We both call her our girlfriend, and she feels the same. Have you ever encountered anything like this before? Is a thruple a thing? Are we just completely crazy for even trying this? Hope you guys read this on the podcast. Perhaps there are other listeners working through the same thing. Thanks so much from a person who I don't know if he wants me to say his name from a dude from a dude yes that sounds fun dude um it it sounds like a nightmare to me but yeah I mean but but I (laughs) it makes sense it was like a nightmare to you but I totally get the appeal to someone who likes people right see that's why and i like people and yeah. i'm like that sounds great yeah i get the appeal and they, they actually did um one of the characters on girlfriend's guide to divorce was in a a, a, a thruple for, oh. for a little bit yeah how
1: did it work out for her um, i know it's fiction but
0: she felt weird about it and and like because she just felt overwhelmed i think the she's someone her character on the show is someone who like doesn't really love herself uh, so i think it's it like too column. much for like two people to love her right right, right, right so she right, needs right, to right. love
1: herself her that's the mission to everything that's the one thing love yourself um,
0: love yourself. but yeah i mean I think the main problem with this is how to exist in society. And that's not a problem. That's that's everyone else's problem. That's yeah. not your problem. And you don't need to make it your
1: problem. Yeah. In terms of what other people think about it. I mean, if you want to... Sh- it gets to the point where you want to share it with your friends and your family. Yeah. Do it. They just might look at you weird. Yeah. They're totally going to look at you weird. Yeah. And that's I, fine. I, yeah. I, that's okay to look at you weird because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't... They don't grasp it because they haven't been faced with that's a thing that happens. But I think if you can work out the thing I think would get, that would get tricky is what if I'm that other girl and I want to spend time with the girl yeah. sometimes and then I want to spend time with a boy sometimes. Oh, that's so cool because you can be like gay or straight like yeah, whatever totally day of the week. Yeah, it's totally great uh, but for her especially. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, as long as everyone's okay with the amount of tension being uh, being put on the people it's being put on. That's yeah. where it gets tricky. is then, like, what do you do on Valentine's Day? I guess the three of you just go on a fucking date. Yeah, and I think it's it's extra
0: work. I mean, a relationship as we all know and have gone over many times is a lot of work. So that you are adding work for yourself, and I think this is going to take a lot more TLC, especially because it's something that we don't really have, like, that many examples in society to even go off of or really know how it should be working. Uh, but I think there has to be, like, kind of just a lot more set rules. yeah, I think it definitely could work. And I mean, that's, when it will get tricky is things like what if you decide to, you know, take it vac- further, get married, have kids, that
1: kind of a stuff. That's when it's going to get tricky. What? But what if you wanted to go on a vacation with one of them? Mm-hmm. I guess you got to take them all.
0: Yeah. And my question is, OK, so it's like the, the the initial couple. Are you still acting like your relationship is kind of like more primary? important? Yeah, primary. Yeah. Because you've been in a relationship for for five years and now this new person's coming along or. Or is it like a new baby where we're going to kind of dote on this new, new girl? And then that runs the risk of you guys losing, you know, your passion. So I think there's just a lot of kind of things that you need to go over really carefully and sit down and have a conversation. Talk
1: about it. uh, About it for sure. Uh, But yeah. because yeah. a lot of times with the three ways When it's a couple and another girl The girl in the couple is like queen bee Right And if she's uncomfortable everyone else And it seems from my personal experience And also from just talking to a bunch of people about it That that's everyone's okay with that mm-hmm. And everyone's like yeah this is this is the person Who if they're uncomfortable we need to make some adjustments Totally
0: um, And that's for one night, and I because I do have some concerns With this this new this new girl Her being really wrapped up In this kind of newness and excitement For a while but then, kind of feeling like she's not getting the full benefits of a one-on-one monogamous relationship. Yeah, because I could feel that. Because it's nice because you you enter and you're the new kid in school and you get all the attention. But then the newness wears off, and then what? Where is it? Where are you left? Yeah, exactly. You watching like, Netflix and chilling, right? Are you by yourself? Is, is she gonna? I feel like at some point she might yearn for her kind of own version of what you two have yeah and
1: if you guys live together the couple can yeah. she just come over yeah is she like fucking steve urkel and just busts in and is everyone's she, like
0: what yeah and then is she urkel. gonna move in are you guys all sleeping in the same bed i think there's just a lot of stuff that you need to go over I don't, I, I don't think it's crazy i don't think it's impossible
1: have you ever been in love with two people at once i've never that's so cool that that can happen though uh, but also I mean, confusing
0: I think there was probably a time when I was like still like in previous relationships where I was still in love with the ex and then dating someone new possibly Uh, okay yeah I mean but not like in love with two outside parties that I wasn't in a relationship
1: with either yeah this is a good example of like do what's best for you and then if it gets weird talk it out it's pretty much the advice that you could put Towards any issue Except for this email That I'm about to read (laughs) Uh, The subject line is Stepdad has naked pics of me Um, This is from a girl Uh, I thought I'd never be writing you Because I'm so scared To even write this story In an email To give you some backstory Before I start I'm a straight female uh, Human with a sister uh, who is three and a half years older than me? I am always, I've always been very s- self conscious and just an overall cautious person. Uh, she attached a photo. You're super cute. My parents are divorced and my mom has had the same boyfriend since I was two. Though it's not relative to this story, my dad has been very kind, but a- an absent father. He does and has always done his best to be the very best for us, but he has some issues of his own, some of which include the fact that he's never been able to say, I love you to me or my sister or my mom, which is uh, when they were married. My dad is a great guy, but he's not part of the story because he's not really around. About seven or eight years ago, my sister woke up in the middle of the night saying she was worried. She thought that she saw flashes go off while she was sleeping. We later learned that our stepdad had been using a digital camera to take photos of her while she was sleeping. When she confronted him about it, he said that he was in her room trying to find one of our cats to let him out. We checked his camera and his memory card was gone. The next day, my mom confronted him about this. he said that nothing weird had happened and that if she kept bringing it up, he would leave her. After that, a few incidences, incidents had happened here and there but were never really brought uh, he never really brought them up for fear of him leaving. A couple of years later, I remember waking up to him taking photos of me while I was sleeping. He had lifted my top while I was asleep. After I opened my eyes, I asked him what he was doing. He said he was trying to wake me up because it was time to go to an appointment that I had. These incidents and a few others that I have omitted have been stuck in my brain. I can't stop thinking that my mom is in love with a creep who has some kind of hidden uh, vault of photos of my sister and I. Although he has never touched us physically, I also can't stop thinking that she didn't believe us when it was most important. She decided to stay with him rather than protect us the very first time this happened. I am an incredibly paranoid person because of this. I never let him touch me or my sister, and I try to stay away from him as much as possible. We are both adults and have full-time jobs now, so we aren't at home very often. It still bothers me every single day that a huge part of my innocence was stolen so young. Yes, I know that sounds weird, but if he really still has those photos, I don't want to think about what he has done with them. I guess I really just want to know your opinion and what you think I should do, if anything. I love you both, and I wish you the very best. Thank you so much for reading this email. Oh, boy. Ooh. That blows. Yeah. And Uh, the most
0: disheartening thing is when the the biological parent uh, who is supposed to kind of be with you through a thick and thin doesn't believe you. And so often it's the mom not believing her children when this outside party man she has brought into their life starts doing weird fucking creepy shit. Yeah, and
1: that's some weird creepy shit. The first time your older sister's seeing a flash in her room And then the mom confronting her about it, the dad about it, and then him saying, no, okay, maybe it could have been something weird. If you're going to let the cat out. That wasn't even a good story. Get a fucking flashlight, you fucking
0: asshole. If you're going to be a pedophile, get a book of lies. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, dear God.
1: Seriously, it's just so fucking bizarre. And then the fact he's manipulative, obviously, saying that if you keep bringing this up, I'm going to leave you. Yeah. Now I can understand if. You didn't do it And then your Your spouse not believing you Is just putting a wedge In between the relationship But you fuck. She fucking perved on you guys He lifted up this girl's shirt Yeah And took a photo Fuck that shit And my question is Does your mom know about That it happened the second time mm-hmm. He lifted your shirt up Yeah He wasn't waking you up For an appointment He was getting a picture Of your tits Yeah That's I mean, fucking
0: gross I feel like this is just something That is eventually gonna come out uh, In a fiery moment Oh yeah Thanksgiving dinner Or Christmas dinner Or fucking Passover Seder or whatever you guys are celebrating. Like something, this is this is because you're you've been holding this inside for so long. And then at the end of your email, I feel like you're questioning yourself, like that is this like like you're like you're convincing yourself that you're making too big of a deal about this. I don't think you're making a big enough deal with this. Your mom's fucking living with a pedophile, and he has stolen in a way your part of your innocence. And fuck this dude. And also, I'm gonna say fuck your mom. Because your mom should fucking believe
1: you Sorry No that's I agree But if I were you I would I mean I would fucking MacGyver that shit And when they're not home Search every inch of his of, Of their home in in hopes of finding this memory card yeah and i because mean because that's evidence that you could take to the police right and because the fact no one's that, that do you have to be me.
0: around this person still like i know you're adults and you have jobs like get a, get i away mean away from this person
1: yeah christmas thanksgiving hol- whatever fucking holidays you celebrate that usually involve seeing the family i would ne- oh my god i would never b- want to be in that man's presence ever. yeah i mean i would like l- probably keep bringing up like a broken record i'd be like, I'd be like hey photographer hey. like
0: stuff like that but the thing is i also don't i don't want to encourage that be because I don't know this this person obviously is mentally unstable so I don't want to encourage dad, you to do stuff like that because you, I don't want him to like he took Stab a photo you. in, your, in your sleep I don't want him to kill you in your sleep either. I know, like definitely proceed with caution but you need to get away from this person and do everything to convince your mom to get away from this person this is not healthy and even, even if he didn't do it the fact that he's kind of like holding it over her head like I'm going to leave you anyone who can constantly uh, threatens to leave you in a relationship is not someone you should be in a relationship with yeah like, that's a red flag
1: out yeah that's a red flag if per- a person's holding something over your head and yeah. threatens to leave that you fucking leave yeah you leave if someone first keeps threatening to leave the relationship you know what you say bye bye, bye. oh that's cute bye <laughs> bet you didn't think I was gonna do that but first honestly I think because your mom's in such deep denial about yeah. her now husband doing he lifted up your Fucking shirt Yeah I mean I Get the fuck out of here With that bullshit Maybe
0: Maybe do it Intervention style Like maybe you've I'm not sure how You've expressed it To your mom before Uh, If you've done it In person Maybe try writing Like a really Thought out email Or a handwritten letter Like Mm -hmm. just try Different ways to Express it to her But if you're still Into your adult life Telling her something Like sit her down With your sister And just tell her From the heart This is something That happened And not only did This experience hurt me The fact that you don't believe me hurts
1: probably more yeah i i would do i would think though i would try and attempt to get solid proof because yeah. then you cannot refute that you can't there you can't say no to that
0: yeah this is not someone who should be around you or your family and it's bullshit that you have to put up with this at
1: all and especially for so long it's such a common theme with people who have been a, a sexually assaulted molested anything like that mm-hmm. it's like they feel embarrassed about it mm-hmm. which i get And then they try and convince themselves that it wasn't as bad as it is. Yeah. No, it was. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to I would try and find proof if I can, when they're not home, when you know they're not going to be home so you can do a full on raid.
0: Yeah. And it's just so disgusting because it's not only are you a child when you're sleeping, you cannot defend yourself. You're not even, you're not even in your, you're not, you're not awake. Yeah. It's so gross. You kind of
1: halfway Cosby'd you. (laughs)
0: Oh my God. Gross
1: uh sorry that happened and i hope that you if you there's an update on that story let us know but i will try to find proof and then sit your mom down and go here you go it happened yeah uh okay That was uh, a lovely uh, variation of emails. (laughs) We all got problems, guys. Uh, And this
0: guest has problems, we hope. Oh, I hope he has so many problems (laughs) that we can talk about. He
1: is uh, an Australian media personality, political satirist, and TV show host. He is the co-host of We the People Live. Uh, He's a friend of ours. We've done his podcast a couple times. We're going to talk about fucking, bisexuality, all kinds of stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Josh Josh Zach. I pick you up from the store and we go home. Kiwi. Wait, did you make the? No, it's Wait, kiwi, no,
2: that's
1: kiwi
0: what with a, a b. Kiwi is. Oh, oh, oh! I have no idea. I thought it was just what you called people oh, from New so Zealand.
2: Beautiful. So, the, New Zealand has a native bird that's like that, that is to New Zealand what the kangaroo is to Australia. It's like the source of their iconography, and it's called a kiwi. It's a okay. flightless bird, mm-hmm. a small, oh,
1: another flightless small bird. little
2: bird that waddles around, and uh, that's why kiwi fruit. I called well. You just call them kiwis, United right. States. Yeah, that's why they're called kiwi fruit because they originated in New Zealand, and um, wow, and New Zealanders are called kiwis.
1: All right. Well, now that we've lost all our listeners, yeah, you guys still there? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> We're here with Josh Zepps, host of a um, many thing. We the people. Live.
2: live yeah, sure. Great
1: podcast that Thank you very much
2: on. You guys Our have been wonderful guests on it fantastic. fantastic Yeah I
0: met my boyfriend John Ronson there Yeah, yeah we You had him on the show Last
1: week Hell yeah we did
2: Isn't he a delight He
1: said the word slay puss And it made me so happy Because I was asking him about college Like did he slay puss He goes did I what I'm I like did you slay puss Just
2: something about his voice And I know that it's some best. Americans think that my Australian accent sounds intellectual But no. to me Thank you very much <laughs>
1: quick with the no i don't understand it either
2: <laughs> but when i hear someone who speaks like john ronson i just think immediately he's above me like there's a hierarchy of human being yeah and he, he could th- say uh,
0: anything and i'd be like that's a smart thing he can do no wrong
2: allow me to name drop for a moment it, unintentionally but it's just relevant when i was working on Half post live um oh you're adjusting the mic it's Thank less echoey
0: when it's pointed down right i know i can't uh, i can't fix mine i tried to it was this is too tight <laughs>
2: That's what she said. Hey, I wasn't oh, gonna I go there. Oh, too low. Okay. Uh, I had Judd Apatow and Bill Hader on uh, HuffPost Live, and both when I asked them what their favorite book was, uh, both of them cited John Ronson's book. And Bill Hader huh. went into a John Ronson impersonation because he'd listened oh. to the Audible audio book of. <laughs> uh, so, so you've, you've been, been publicly Public shamed, which I had also listened to. And he's so good. I mean Hayter is just a genius at impersonations. He's the best. And he goes he goes into like Jonah Lair,
1: <laughs>
2: That's how Ron speaks.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
2: slaying pussy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joan Alara the way he says that name is so ingrained in my brain yeah Jonah Lara I mean, you're making me wet right now
0: honestly I can't talk about him too much this
1: is not yeah, fair she's, uh, she's so. into it
2: so yeah. if you want to hear uh, me and the girls and John Ronson uh, banter then you can go and get. I guess it's the third to last episode of We, of the, people we Live. the People. Just search Wait. search We the People. It's all one word on Hell iTunes yeah. or
0: SoundCloud. We do that at the end.
2: Oh, sorry. Was I being too forward? Oh, dear oh, God,
0: God. Oh, for fuck's
2: I didn't sake. know I'm you such were such a self-promoter.
1: Okay, <laughs> i I assumed you were straight because of your accent. I right. can't tell. You know when, like, like American men sometimes when they're gay, you can tell. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's true of. How
1: dare you? But oh, shut up. But, that, but that's
2: true of gay guys <laughs> everywhere, isn't it? I mean, I'm just I not.
1: I mean, or, yeah, but or, I'm, not,
2: I'm if I were American, I would. I think I would still be as ungay gay presenting, really, as I. I
0: mean, Let's not go too far in the other direction. You're not that.
1: Not gay. <laughs> I mean, you got two buttons unbuttoned. I wasn't like, oh, my. I didn't drop a plate we when I like, heard the news. We weren't like, you're the straightest person I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> but, but wait, yeah. two buttons
2: unbuttoned. That's not gay. That's just no, not American. Like Americans are very uh, uptight. In their dress code. Like, you go to Greece and every single man, even the most hirsute heterosexual men, have 14 buttons undone and their right. big hairy oh, chest burling Ooh, out, you know? Yeah.
0: I guess the problem is we just dicks don't know a lot about Australia.
2: That's probably true.
0: I
1: know that gay marriage is not legal there, right? No!
2: What
0: the fuck's going on, Australia? What the fuck? Get
2: with the program. So
1: what's it like to be gay? Are you gay? You're bi.
2: Oh, I mean, that's such a or you silly don't care. word, isn't it? Right, yeah, I you don't You said care. you didn't like that word. I don't word. care.
1: But I mean, you... but, so
2: I mean, all of my original loves were girls. Mm-hmm. But when I was in my teens and early twenties, I just assumed that everybody found attractive people attractive and charming people charming and charismatic right. people charismatic and appealing people appealing. They,
0: do, they just don't want to admit it. I yeah. kind of think that's true. I
2: and so, solve the problem. So I just thought I just assumed that you, what you do outwardly is you go out with girls. And that's fine. And then, and
0: then everyone's you just don't in sucking dick. You just don't talk
2: yours. about. It. You don't right. talk about the dick sucking. That's, right. But you do, But obviously, you do it in some. It's capacity like communism. We right? know
0: it's there, but we're just not talking about. It's it. It's like communism. Yeah, yeah. When if you're a communist, you weren't really talking about it a lot. Where right? is this world? In I mean, not, not now. Oh, in no. the, like 1950s <laughs> yeah. America. Yeah. Not now. I, I don't know that there's a huge communism club that we're all. They on. all laugh at communism <laughs> in the 50s, and then they go
1: back to their homes and they suck communism's dick that's right that's exactly that's that's a perfect analogy that's exactly
2: (laughs) what i was doing when i was 17 Uh, and then and what changed for me was when i was dating a girl who i had a very loving relationship who i was madly in love with and then i fell in love with a guy when i was like 23
1: what did he have like wind blowing through his hair all the time like beyonce
2: yes he had wind blowing through his hair, just like beyonce in your head in my head and then but i mean we basically fell in love and what happened was then I was like, oh, okay, this is actually a different thing. Okay. Like, now now I get it. Because up until then, I just... What it taught me was that everybody else isn't 100% like me. Right. Up until then, I thought that I was just like everybody, and we were all just playing along with this kind of charade where girls are nice. Why wouldn't you like girls? Boobs are great. Boobies. And yeah, I mean, what's, Soft, not, what's not to love? Boobies. Yeah, that's well, great. What
0: was different about this love that you felt for this man?
2: Well, what was different was not about, was not anything about that love or about me. Mm-hmm. It was about realizing that I didn't believe that my other male friends had ever had that with a uh, guy
1: did you oh, fall in love with okay. this guy while you were in a relationship with a woman or yes. afterwards no wow Ooh, how you tell her that yeah I told her how how do you tell your girlfriend that you fell in love with a dude
2: by a tough convo. being honest
1: yeah it, it, uh, it's as simple as that, right? I mean, we, it's
2: pretty simple. Like, uh, honesty for me and just upfrontness and frankness are the most important things. We don't so. use that
0: word on the show. Um, <laughs> how? <laughs> we don't say frank. <laughs> how? Let's take a shot. Now, what, <laughs> what, what was her reaction when you told her this?
2: She found it understandably confronting. mm mm-hmm. um, And was like, well, does that mean that you're gay? And does that mean that you want to go off and be with him? And I was like, no, I mean, I don't know. Do you know? Who knows? Right. But I'm explaining to you uh, something that is happening in my life that's important to me and is emotionally conflicting to me, and I don't want you to be... On the outside of this, while I'm going through it,
0: yes, you know, since we're dating,
2: since we're dating,
0: (laughs) since since you're the person, I just thought you should know I'm going through this really traumatic love with (laughs) someone else. So if you could stand by me, I'd appreciate it. The person you should tell it to. No, but honestly, I I told my boyfriend
1: when I had a crush on somebody. I told him because I was going through it and I wanted to him to know because he's I my dude. I think that's
2: good. Isn't that sort of he healthy? Yes, like, I mean, but whatever. Wouldn't it be it, Wouldn't it be great to live in a world where it was possible to have conversations about all the shit that you're Ugh. going through without having to lie to people? Right,
0: yes. but I mean, in what world are we living in that, it, that it's okay? or are living take, in the world that we That someone's going to take it True. okay if your, their boyfriend tells them they're in love with someone be else. Be the change Man or you woman. want to see in the world. I heard
1: Gandhi was a sexist. Anyway, um, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) No, Broadly did an article about it. And I'm like, shut up. Uh, Don't quote things you see on magnets. Oh,
2: those yeah, are such if, good magnets, though.
1: Yeah, my mom's got all of them. They're not that great.
2: <laughs> She's got the whole Gandhi collection. All
1: of the quotes. <laughs> Dance like no one's watching in the rain with buckets of sunshine. Okay, Mom. The saddest people have the most amount yeah. of quotes with the magnets, you know? Yeah. Um, this is so interesting to me because we get a lot of emails. We've been getting a lot of emails from men who are bisexual and they either, the whim, the woman doesn't believe them and they're like, no, you're gay. Have you ever had that happen to you where a woman just assumes you're gay and you're lying?
2: Uh, I, I've had the opposite more, which is oh. gay people claiming that I'm somehow betraying the team because oh. I like boobs. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Because well, like,
0: there's less of them. So they, it, you need, it's more important. It's like being a Jew. Like we get real mad if you try to leave. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's why you get invited you to Israel. Back. Well, it's are to fuck yeah. an Israeli Jew. But it's interesting right.
2: that you mention that because mm-hmm. I'm half Jewish. I was Bar Mitzvahed, and I'm, my relationship to Judaism is not dissimilar from my relationship to gayness.
1: Okay. Oh, that's a fun, interesting thing.
2: In that, it's something that I have that I appreciate. I kind of feel good. <laughs> like I feel. You
0: just talked about. Your homosexuality and Judaism, like it was herpes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Also, I my herpes. It and it's there
1: and whatever. Let's discuss. Let's discuss
2: the weeping pustules coming out of my penis right now.
1: <laughs> oh hey, they'll they'll go away eventually. Well, uh,
2: even if they don't, I embrace them. I mean, I feel like there's a long he- kind of heritage that I belong to, which I'm kind of honored to. The five thousand years of putting up with other people shitting on you aspect of Judaism, I really like. Right. Mm-hmm. The fact that Jews love uh, education so much and uh, are very they're, they're a book learning people. Mm-hmm. We're a book learning people. Right? That's
1: why they run Hollywood, because they're fucking smart.
2: Exactly. And you know who else runs Hollywood?
1: Uh, women. Just kidding. <laughs>
2: the gays.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah.
2: Uh, and and you know, there's a there's a sort of history of res- uh, resistance and resilience in the gay community that I also find.
1: Why is that? Oh, cause the preservation.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, people kept shitting. Any any community that keeps getting shat on, either oh, either dies. On. You know.
1: Or keeps getting shat on forever, and then once and then, in a while, it'll just so much will be succeeds. swept under the rug, and we'll blow up.
2: Right, uh, and so I, I kind of I feel, but I feel like we've gotten to a place where do we really need gay anymore?
1: I the label sometimes people it helps people, <laughs> right? Does it? I mean, I guess. Or did the word bisexual help you understand like, oh, this is where I fit in? Or do you just you? It's you it seems like you hate labels. I do. Yeah.
2: I'm a big anti-label guy.
0: Yeah, because I think that's fine for some people, but uh, on the flip side where I I think a lot of people are like – not so cut and dry straight or gay but I also think it's annoying to the people who are like pretty much 100% straight or pretty much 100% gay to be like no like we all love each other sometimes like, like you might meet a woman who's gonna change your life one day and wanna fuck her like I don't know that's annoying to people who are like no I know what I am
2: yeah but why is it annoying
1: because it because it's because it's people trying... are projecting themselves onto you yeah
0: right. and then you know, people right. are trying to be like well maybe you just didn't meet the right woman yet nah, been around for a while I'm yeah, pretty, I pretty
2: much sure I can totally imagine how obnoxious it is to have people being like oh come on you're really gay dip down like yeah, I'm sure right. you could suck a dick if you wanted to right
0: it's the same thing as like when like you say you don't want to get married and have kids and people are like no you're, you'll get older and you'll change your mind You're like well really I'm like 48 right now I don't think I'm changing my mind <laughs> you it's... look grateful for you.
2: <laughs> on the other hand when you look back through history and now I'm getting all sort of cerebral about it but this is okay. the way that I thought when I was thank you this mm-hmm. is the way that I thought about things when I was in my teens and early 20s which is, you look at ancient Greece, and you look at like ancient Athens. The gayest you look thing. At, you look at Paris in the nineteenth century. You look at like Samoa and Tonga today. You look at part, fucking part of the part of Afghanistan and like northern Pakistan. They rape adolescent boys as a rite of passage. What? Yeah. Still? Like, yeah, yeah, still to this day. You're things that we didn't look yet, have, so we might want to
1: go oh, back and look.
2: They they have... Death blows. They like they have... So, But you have, like, the little boy who's... Like, oh. I mean, there's all kinds of non-heteronormative... It's like quinceanera in Afghanistan, right? <laughs> the what? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking
0: about? Right about? I just say things to make Christina laugh sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know you were on <laughs> It's but, an Afghan. Be- boy's quinceanera, <laughs> uh, is what she said. A beverage okay, in your okay. mouth. <laughs>
1: That was uh making light of a very horrible thing and that's how we deal with things on guys we fucked. okay that's good. Let it out So I don't want any letters Let it out all right uh, Wow.
2: so but I so I I feel like it, it's obvious. look at the amount of money that Abercrombie and Fitch and Calvin Klein put into ads that mm. depict the naked torsos of men mm. to other men right And then the target audience is other men. and so- it's like
1: Victoria's secret. Right, uh, I don't. I need to see a chick rolling around in a bikini on a beach. I need to see that. Like, you're not marketing that for chicks. You're marketing that for dudes. What do you? Well, no, like, you're but... marketing it for.
2: Well, I don't know about Victoria's Secret because I think there you are sort of marketing it to dudes. But
0: wait, are you seeing like, like is like homoerotic Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch? Because, but I also it is. I love it. But also, don't you think it's a little bit of like uh, body comparison?
1: Too? That's right. Yes, I think so, it's that too. So
2: I'm not. What you're I'm not, not as
1: pretty as me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst voice in the world. I'll never do it again. Thank you. Uh, What I'm not saying is that every straight guy actually secretly wants to suck a dick and he just doesn't know it yet. That's patronizing and condescending and stupid. It is. What I am saying is that part of the way that we conceive of ourselves as sexual beings and who we are permitted to love and feel attracted to and the kinds of lines that we we allow ourselves to transgress are influenced by the way that we think about how sexual acts relate to our own identity and mm-hmm. that the aspirational component of, uh, and forgive me if I'm getting a little bit philosophy 101 here, but the aspirational component it's of like looking- It's
1: 401, it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're
2: <laughs> The aspirational component of looking at an Abercrombie and Fitch torso and thinking I want to be that mm-hmm. actually feeds off a little flutter in your gut that is not dissimilar from attraction. Mm. Yeah. The reason why we don't, conceptualize it as attraction is because we've created a world in which there are gay people and straight people and to do gay acts would mean that you would have to reconceptualize your whole identity and think about yourself in a whole new way. What I would love would be a scenario much closer to what has existed throughout most of history in most places until we invented the concept of the homosexual which is that back in olden days hey, you could fuck a goat it didn't mean anything about your... Identity. It just meant that and you had Bill. fucked a goat.
0: Sometimes he fucks his goats. Yeah. And no, maybe are you got to. pro fucking goat. I love
2: fucking goats. That's why I have <laughs> now, 15 your goats. Now, carefully, Josh. At my apartment <laughs> well, in I, Brooklyn. But
0: to, uh, people always well, bring that up as a joke, but I really think about that a lot because it's just like. <laughs> goats can be handsome. Is it well, wrong? Well, no, I see the butthole. Is that wrong? Because because people. Look, well, horses are hot. People who are su- super conservative always do go from homosexuality to fucking animals. And then I think. So weird. But. But wait, but some, there are those rare cases of people who are in love with animals, but I just don't know because <laughs> well, animals love sexually sexually, the same, they don't speak a human language. Yeah, right. they can't
2: really consent. They they're, they're like children in that like way. Kind of rapey. Yeah,
0: so that's why. It what, is kind
2: of rapey. But here's, what. what about this thought experiment? This is something that Peter Singer, who's one of the great moral philosophers who works up at Princeton, I believe. Uh, posits which is No uh,
0: one's going to fact. Yeah we're yet. not We don't care <laughs> <laughs> Say whatever you want I, lo-
2: I, guys <laughs> we fuck I love imagining we Your <laughs> listeners going No
1: I'm going to get out
0: And see where Peter Singer
2: will. You know some
1: of them will And run. I applaud them for it But others are like Yeah I'm driving Whatever They're like I'm so just okay. trying To get Bieber tickets uh,
2: he, he 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 says like What about the case When it comes to bestiality Of a dog Who may enjoy
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Licking honey off of a woman's private parts.
1: Yeah, but is that woman getting stoned and putting honey on her pussy in hopes that the dog will lick it? Yes. <laughs> right.
2: Yes. But is there is there a moral problem there?
1: I don't know. I don't... My gut, my gut is a, no.
2: I don't think there's a moral problem there. Well, because I don't think the, you're, dog you're not hurting the dog is choosing to do it, right? Well, but also, also, the dog gu- isn't going
1: to feel like tarnished. You could, or, yes, put, exactly. you could <laughs> put honey on a cactus; the dog's still going to try and lick it, right? Yeah, I, that, I don't, you know. Well,
2: but maybe yeah, right. So at least
1: attempt
2: the woman's the woman's enjoyment. If she if she gets off and has an orgasm as a result of the dog, it's sort of extraneous to what the dog's doing, so it's not really a sexual act. I right. mean, maybe that's the the difference. Whereas mm. when I of an evening, as I habitually do, fuck a goat then it's difficult to say whether or not the goat is truly consenting maybe that's the difference
1: i yeah you the goat cannot consent to fucking because he's not backing up on your penis sometimes he does well your goats are fucking well i think some goats would go
0: for it but the thing is like i i I think (laughs) i think this would be like a be a an issue that humans would like we we are obsessing over this like animal fucking thing, but the animals I don't think would give a shit or even know, and it would they would go on with their day, and then we would be left just be like they that, wouldn't be broken. Was they that wouldn't moral, feel broken. Was mm. that immoral? Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't. They don't have the the brain capacity to feel that. I don't think it has not. Although been proven. I don't know,
2: I once touched a dog's uh, pussy and she uh. growled. When I was a kid And that reminded me That like alerted me To the fact that They do understand That special places are special Well that
0: particular dog Didn't like you I mean my roommate's dog Gets an erection When I come home Because I'm a joy But
2: Yeah well that's (laughs) The difference between You and me You're an appealing person And I'm a monster
1: a lot of people Would tweet (laughs) no (laughs) You should do a parody porn version of John Ronce's book, "Men Who Fuck Goats." Just had to get that out there before <laughs> oh, yeah. it left my brain. Sorry. Also, to, to the animal thing, like I, I don't. I think it's rape if you insert yourself into an animal. I mean, it's like by
0: human standards. Yeah, does the animal kingdom have rape? Well, and interesting about? because a, and do they Instagram say
1: it? a lion yeah. or a goat? Let's do goat because like they can't eat you. <laughs> wants you to fuck it. Or how do you know? Well, like how right. do you so or here's, here's truly here's doesn't another, care? So was the goat asking for it? Right. So was how short was her skirt? Yeah. Was it slutty? Did she smell real juicy? <laughs> was that goat where she shouldn't have been and after it's midnight? it? her fucking fault. You don't roam the next neighbor's fucking pasture. You the go- slut goat. <laughs> goat. The goat was, was wearing the
2: lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> the goat had eyeliner on.
1: No, now Pete is gonna be like, No, don't test products of the animals! <laughs> as as we have a goat a cow skull staring at us and an alligator. Oh, Oh, good! good. An alligator makes me feel at at home.
2: You know, uh, there was a there was a scenario which I read about where a guy was arrested for dressing himself up in a leather one piece jumpsuit, like in one of those like fetish helmet things where Uh only his mouth is Mm. um, open. Yeah, and he he was in the Midwest, and he would he would go to a horse barn.
1: Okay. Oh no! And
2: he would blow (laughs) the horses. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, that's polite. And the horses, big big mouth.
2: Yes. Obviously, like <laughs> huge he throat. Really, really. His neck wow, is like John Cena's neck. I mean, huge. so The the horses would come,
0: Ooh, and that's he would tricky. gulp it down. Oh, okay.
2: So he got arrested and prosecuted for bestiality. But my question is, in this case, the horse is kind of consenting. Because the horse could move, the horse could leave, and the well, horse actually wait. The, getting, horse the horse came. The horse uh, came.
0: The horse
1: could. Because sometimes when women are getting raped, out. they get wet. That doesn't mean they like it. Right? They consented. There, this is interesting. I heard a psychologist talk on the Dan, uh, Dan Savage's uh, Savage Lovecast. Um, that so, this one girl called in and said I, he, she was raped and the most alarming part one of the most alarming parts about it for her was that she was also wet and some men have gotten raped by other men and have had an erection and they're like what the fuck but uh the psychologist described it as the body's defense mechanism to like kind of get it over with and just yeah you know like when someone's being weird
0: like sometimes like when there's like a groping situations on this on the subway or something like that like there's like that tingle in your vagina that we talk about on the podcast from time to time you're like why is
1: that happening that you're
0: and you're like this feels like it could be a sexy feeling but it's my mind is Telling me this is not a sexy feeling. To so, quote. Yeah. My mind is telling me. No. I think he mouth raped those. Body uh, saying yes. Yeah. Have you ever ju- had
1: that feeling though of being being aroused and you're like, wait, what? I'm at a circus <laughs> or whatever.
2: Mm, the only time I've had that was when I first tried Viagra. I oh, had well. come back from Thailand and I'd bought some. <laughs>
0: I mean this just seems like you're making things up Thai Viagra Uh,
2: Yeah of course uh, because I didn't have an actual erectile dysfunction I've never had a problem in that regard but I but in Thailand you can get everything so when you can get something you just get that thing if you don't need it without a prescription of course course you just get it so I just stocked up on a whole bunch of illicit you know Xanax and Viagra I don't want to
0: label you but you're selling a drug addict (laughs) Sure why not I'm high
2: right now
1: sell them to your (laughs) brother's kids and then you got a lot of money (laughs)
2: and and so I was driving, I was living in LA at the time and I was driving along and I thought like, Oh, I have this in my glove compartment. It wasn't my glove compartment. It was on the seat next to me. I was like, well, why don't I just take, keep
1: that Viagra near? Why don't I just uh, take a
2: Viagra and see what happens? Oh
1: boy. Okay. Uh, now, did you, were you about to walk into your house?
2: Uh, or were you I like, was like, I got a
1: meeting, but whatever. I was com-
2: <laughs> I was coming back from a meeting and I knew that it was going to be at least 45 minutes in traffic. Okay,
0: oh so I my had
1: god! Time.
0: That sounds like the worst time to have an erection that won't go away. Why but would I you want an
1: erection in traffic? I wasn't sure it would give me an erection. Uh, I think I was you were one skeptical.
0: Of those prove it. You think you're immune to Viagra?
2: Here's, <laughs> but here's the interesting thing about Viagra: you're silly. It doesn't make it. I think a it lot of it doesn't make girls, you horny.
1: It makes you hard. Right? No.
2: Oh, no! Fuck. I found the reverse Ooh. to be true in my case. A lot of people think- so horny
0: with a limp dick in 45 minutes of
1: LA traffic. (laughs) That's the worst 45 minutes of my life.
2: (laughs) Here's the thing. It was really interesting. I think a lot of people, I had always thought that it just means that you have a rod in your pants, right? Right. Uh, But you don't, but it doesn't affect you in terms of the way, what you're thinking about. Okay. What I found was I would be- like, stopped in traffic and someone would walk by and I'd be, like, aroused by them or just aroused by random things. So huh. it's like there's this weird feedback loop between your dick and your head where if your dick starts getting excited, then your head looks for things to get excited about in a strange way. Mm-hmm. So it actually is sort of conceptual. It's it's It, 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 it's, it didn't feel like I had just an erection That was disconnected from my mental. You're
0: taking fucking Viagra like it's acid over here,
1: Josh. (laughs) I was in the woods and I was like, Viagra. (laughs) Took me to a new plane. This tree after I fucked this goat.
0: Well, yeah, were you getting aroused by like objects, like inanimate objects and animals or only humans, but just humans that you didn't think that you would normally be aroused by? It was
2: mostly goats.
0: All right, answer the fucking question. <laughs>
2: uh, I don't remember. I, I just remember a, a heightened state of arousal where I was, Ooh, where, yeah, I was yeah. where I was just generally horny.
1: Yeah, like you. When you I walk by a police horny. Yeah, by, by a police precinct, I'm like, mm, I get a little horny. And then sometimes when I'm in nature, I get really horny.
2: But were you talking about? <laughs> were you talking about getting turned on when someone like brushes up against you in the subway? She
1: she was mentioning like sometimes yeah. someone will sit next to you and it touches you and you're like I'm not attracted to this person, but why is my why am I? I don't mean accidentally touching i mean like when someone's like straight up like doing something weird
0: and gropey and then you know it's gross and you want to and you're elbowing them with your, oh, yeah. your physical movement of your you're arm like, but then away. your vagina is kind of tinkling and you're like but i don't like this and i don't want this but your vagina is telling you something else and it's very confused oh, yeah it's like girl work with
1: me please yeah. we yeah. have hard enough as it is yeah all right
2: exactly. i don't have that because girls aren't as rapey as boys are so well, yeah. i don't so really true. get yeah. raped
1: right you've never been raped no good for you
2: thank you have it's, you guys
1: uh no, no i haven't but a lot I, of people have i like how lightheartedly you ask. <laughs> i well i one time i was with a group of my girlfriends in, in call at the end of college and we we went around and be like has anybody in here ever gotten raped and one of them one of us had had gotten raped mm. but it was very casual and it was so sad that well, we had that casual statistically tone about it i know there were sense. six of us yeah one of them yeah yeah have you ever been sexually assaulted?
2: No, I haven't. I've been lucky in that regard. But isn't it better to sort of have a lighthearted. I mean, I don't know. I, guess, I, I don't yeah. need to diminish this because well, I know if what a huge women If we're all women,
0: but you're
1: a man pig. So that was. <laughs> no, but I sometimes. I mean, sometimes Quinn you know mean? like, and I will be joking, and it's so funny to me to be lighthearted about a very serious thing. Like, that's how I handle anything. That's how I deal with life. So I do think it's helpful. And I think, like, we've had it. We had a comedian, Wendy Starling, on who was raped, and she talked about it, but she was making jokes along the way because that's how she deals with stuff right and then people were writing us in going oh my god thank you for having her like I can now tell people I was like they were raped and they never told anybody right. but to hear her joke about it. It is beneficial. I do I think mean, there are some things that you have to be like within w with, I, I, I wouldn't as a man be going around joking with women about rape. Yeah, no, that's I, not going to be taken. Yeah, well. that, no, and we can't tell really well. that we took me because I might accent, be really rapey. You're we the straightest see. rapiest person. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I know.
2: I only find things like I think Auschwitz is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Cause cause who doesn't so love sad. killing Jews?
1: But you're you're a Jew. So you can like it's like, you know, you can do that. Oh, I think it's very funny though to make fun of dark things yeah. even if yeah. you weren't a Jew I think that's funny
2: I actually think it's also healthy
1: I think it is too but yeah, a totally. lot of people will not but do, you,
2: do I need to be a Jew to make fun of Auschwitz and do I need to be a girl to make fun of rape I know I mean right? I'm not asking do I need to you in the to world lives you have to make the joke lives, because... real
0: smart if you're going <sighs> yes. like I feel like we can do it a little bit more like uh, blase yeah
1: when I have heard when I hear male comedians talk about sexual assault on stage or in, in real life or on this podcast Podcasts, as they have before and it's in a joking way something in my heart or like my stomach just goes Ugh, mm. it depends like are you
0: neil brennan he could probably write a great joke about it yes like, he like, could. you know there's some people that i would trust that you know you feel like when they present something they've really done the research and they've really like I don't know, interviewed rape, I interviewed some rape victims to write this joke. Like- right, right. <laughs>
1: or, or taking that into consideration. I'm not saying like protect everyone's sensitivities because I don't think that should be the case. But at the same time, when I do hear a male comic going, <laughs> what, so probably like 80 of you guys have been sexually assaulted, right? I'm like, that's not That funny. wasn't, it's that's not, funny. it's not crowd
0: work. But
2: my, well, but <laughs> right? what I'm, but what I'm wondering is, is it, uh, what I think you're probably getting is the fact that that person is completely out of touch with the exactly. severity of the problem that they're talking about. That's exactly what what Not necessarily like. the fact that they have a dick instead of a vagina, right? No, like it, but it is you could weird. imagine a woman. In other words, I would love a world in which the particular identity that I carry around as a bag around my myself, the fact that I'm. Gay, if you want to call me that. The fact that I'm a Jew, if you want to call me that. The fact that I'm Australian or white or a male, whatever. It mm-hmm. would be. Oh, you lovely. might not be
0: Australian now. Is that that's such a label? Is that suffocating well, you, Josh? <laughs> no,
2: no, no. I mean, he's you know so what I mean. Back. Like
1: <laughs> he's so held back by that. I'm so wouldn't sorry.
2: it? Wouldn't it be great if 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 the content of what we're saying were judged objectively, yeah. regardless of who was saying it
0: oh absolutely well i mean yeah and a, a woman can definitely make a tasteless rape Here's joke or why a, or a comment that is completely off base about rape i'm just saying
1: we're a little more lenient this is why it feels weird this is why it feels weird when a man man jokes about uh sexual assault and rape and stuff it, it, it why it gives me a little ping i think a woman the way a woman live women live their lives is so drastically different. Like a woman will leave her house and like think of things that a man will never even think of. Like, ah oh shit, the skirt's kind of short. Am I going to, I got to walk home. Ah, eh, can I afford a cap? Eh, no, I'm going to get weird looks. And like the danger aspect of it sounds silly, but it's, it's true. And we have it casually in the back of our heads at all times. And so like the way our lives are, are lived are so different that, uh, that part of me is like, you have no idea, bro. You're trying to relate to this thing that you have never, No fucking clue. And I'm completely open to making fun of that fact, like making fun of women being concerned about their safety, but hearing it come from a man just yeah. feels wrong. So it's but, the same as white people talking about black oh, yeah. people. It's
0: like, we haven't lived that life. It's like, But I mean, like there are, are some people who have more experience within the black community. Totally. Or have, you know, where, again, Neil Brennan fits into this too. Oh, he does. Just ask <laughs> yeah, Neil Brennan.
1: Just ask Neil Brennan.
2: <laughs> Neil Brennan, come on the damn show. <laughs> he's
1: already been on. Oh, he's oh, been okay. on. He's the
0: best. Isn't
2: he the best? But
1: yeah, that's a great example. A, a bunch of white people like oh, fucking on Fox News, sitting around talking about black issues. Like, what the fuck do you know about black issues? And then as a white person i feel that yeah i'm like shut the fuck up none of these people engaging in this conversation are african-american stop
2: so there's so it strikes me that there's like an eye-opening opportunity for people who don't belong to particular identity groups to understand what the other people are going through and there's a kind of empathic leap that we need to take and and it's key a sort of a lesson to be learned like think about think about what's happened to white people's perspective on what it means to be black in America mm, in the past two years since Ferguson. Yep. Like it's fucking eye-opening. And you know what
1: the most eye-opening part about that is people like – hip hop artists have been rapping about this since forever. And we're finally listening because yeah. now the news is covering all of these brutal oh, police I
0: shootings. Cause we have Spotify now. We just didn't turn to those radio stations that too. That's that true too. though. That too.
1: But if you look at it, like the hit, the, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just being difficult.
1: <laughs> Spotify. Fucking Tupac Woo! and Nas have been talking about this shit and people well before them, but have been, you go back to a Nas song and you're like, Oh, it, he might as well have just written this. That's mm. the eye-opening part because so, white people are like, "Oh, whoops, I guess we are not very nice to the black community and police brutality" and like, "This has been going on forever." Oh, well, yeah, and man. also
0: you used to not it wasn't trendy before to care about that and now it's trendy so everyone's like, "Oh, I guess I'll care about black people." Cuz yeah, someone, diff- someone made a t-shirt about it. <laughs> no, but Karina, <laughs> but Corinna really, you mean I Goofy? Do I do hate a lot of white people from living in Harlem, so.
2: But I think you I think you're putting your finger though on something that's important, which is is your support of the of minority writes token or is it actually Empathy so like right. it's it is Super fashionable right now to be like hashtag black Lives matter right, and, I only I God, do I, that. and like as a man I am Just such a feminist like I just really believe In women's rights <sighs> and then you go and do Nothing about it right. and you don't give a shit About women well that's the right?
0: social media Passive yeah. heroism that we were talking about So with what with I would being if, on Ronson. Yeah. What John, I John would, Ronson
2: John
1: Ronson Jonah Lara Jonah Lara
2: <laughs> Well I mean wouldn't it be wonderful if we Lived in a, an environment in which it was Possible for me to go fuck I guess I was racist in a way that I didn't realise I was two or three years ago, and I now see that because I now see the... The, the daily indignities that African-Americans in America have to face. Oh, that makes you so happy. I was not aware of. Yeah. Ditto being a woman. Yes. Yeah. I now realize that there are there are daily ways in which women have to avoid being fucking assaulted right. Right. that I don't have to deal with. Totally. And so that's a kind of a consciousness-raising thing. What I hope, though, is that it's possible to have dialogues about this sort of stuff wherein my status as a privileged white middle-class male
0: well now that you're gay you're less privileged yeah well that's right that. way less privileged well, than i exactly thought you were but,
1: Thank that, God.
2: but that, that doesn't disqualify me from having opinions about yes, this stuff because i, I constantly find myself being disqualified just the other day oh, i had no.
1: yeah, yeah 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 i was
2: talking to an asian woman and she was like well i wouldn't expect you as a white man to understand I was like, excuse me, bitch. I didn't say bitch. Excuse me. I didn't.
0: (laughs) Right. You know, I didn't lose. I didn't
2: lose the. (laughs) I didn't lose. I didn't abrogate the right to have an intellectual opinion about things by being born a white man. I'm sorry. That's that's just sort of total reverse racism. And
1: also, exactly. It's exactly what it is. You can't treat the people that are treating you poorly poorly that's not going to solve anything you can't just everyone's going to shame each other we talked about that with john like it's just a shame off now I, I shouldn't be to a the guy who makes a joke about sexual assault among women i'm not going to shame him that's not what's going to help solve the problem the pro- what's going to help solve the problem is to somehow and this is the tricky part give him emp- like make him have empathy for the world in which you know he doesn't get to see
2: Yeah, you know, coming back to the question about uh, sexuality, because I think that's interesting. Do you have you guys had same sex experiences?
1: Yes. I mean, not really.
2: How did you contextualize that?
1: I uh, had a three way a couple months ago with my boyfriend. Well, like a month ago or something with another woman. And it was our second three way. And I actually I ate her out and I met out with her and she we did. We had sex. Uh, It made me feel closer to women. I really liked it. It was cool. I like, like, we're on Thrinder and stuff, and sometimes we'll come across a couple that's just older. I'm like, I want to know what they fuck like. I want to meet up with them, and if we connect, let's have sex. It's not even because I'm necessarily, my vagina's wet thinking about it, but I just want to know, I want to explore, and I want to get to know people sexually that I wouldn't have given them the time of day when I was more ignorant. And uh, does, that,
2: does that impact how you think about your sexuality, or yeah. does it not change it?
1: It does impact it, because it's like, well... I mean, I've current and I talked about this a lot, like in college, there was a lot of people in like my college classes that I couldn't tell if they were a man or a woman, but I didn't care. I wanted to have like I was very attracted to them. Oh, yeah, and, and does it matter? And the androgynous looking person. Yes. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. I kind of want to fuck you. Like, mm. let's go out on a date. Just that was kind of the beginning of like, oh, there's more of a fluidity to this to me personally than I gave myself credit right. for. I also retract that I forgot I let a woman uh, finger me at a sex club. You did, I totally and her nail. About that yeah, her
0: fucking and fake I did nail. not like it, but it yeah. it didn't bother me. That's the thing. I think I think women are a lot more open because just because it's it doesn't feel so. I don't know. Women are just nice and gentle, and like it doesn't feel like it felt like yeah, it felt fine like it didn't bother me I wouldn't if it happened again I'd be like okay I wouldn't like sit at home thinking about it it didn't get me off but it was also like not so uh, I feel like a lot of straight men feel uh, the touch of another man would be like jarring and they actually have like a physical
1: like and there's years and years of people going, don't be a faggot yeah. in their head that's causing them to think that, I think. Well, it's interesting,
2: yeah. isn't it, that you say that like the touch of another man would put them off. Because when you think about what dudes actually do, what straight dudes do, there's a lot of Football
1: is the showering shit together. Ever. There's a lot of hugging.
2: There's a lot of like, I mean, the way that I fell in love with the first guy who I ever fell in love with was like his girlfriend had broken up with him. There was a lot of like oh. crying and there was a lot of hugging. There was a lot of hanging out together. There was a lot of... You know, I mean, I
0: think that's because you're gay, but <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: no, but he, no, but he's not. He's not. That's the thing. So, like, you know, wait, wait, could, wait. So
0: you felt, wait, so it was a was, one-sided fall in
2: love. No, it was a. Two, I mean, in my opinion, it was a two-sided fall in love. But it was, but he it, it opened that? up such a. <laughs> And no, he
0: couldn't admit that he yeah, was in love that, with you? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. bummer. So mm, alright, that's a whole different thing. There are
2: things like, you know, yeah. you could you could hug each other and you could like be snivelling and crying on each other's shoulders. But if you were then sitting next to each other watching 24. Um, And one of you put your hand on the other one's knee, then that would be unacceptable. But you could actually kiss each other on the neck if you were like high on ecstasy at a club and that wouldn't be gay. Uh, Or you could like there's a whole there are these weird parameters about what identity means. There are things that you can do and things that you can't do. And these are arbitrary sort of distinctions. That we've created for ourselves, guys in fucking soccer clubs and rugby clubs in Australia, they will come. They will have mutual jerk offs, right. and they'll Ooh, come high. all over like a woman. As long as they're coming on a woman's face, as long as there's a woman vaguely in the room, <laughs> right. like, like they can rationalize Is it the fact. It's a cardboard
1: cutout or an actual woman's
2: face. <laughs> it's a cardboard out of a woman. I know it. Like as long as you can rationalize some kind of heterosexual context, then oh,
1: that's a good point. Then
2: you know, in the in prisons and in the, in the military and in in dorm rooms and universities. Universities. Right. There is massive, massive, massive quantities. Prisons of, of... and the
0: military is a little bit different because those people are truly secluded a lot of the times from the other gender.
2: Yeah, but all I'm saying is that they are preying on the same kind of uh, homoerotic vibes that exist that underlie them right i, mean, I think it's there's not also like a little bit of a difference here on.
0: with like you uh, with australian culture versus american culture because i mean
1: like so, americans are I don't so think much my friends, friends are doing
0: drugs and kissing each other on the neck my quote straight male <sighs> friends. although i
1: will say uh corinne have you ever had a girlfriend who and i've had this i've met women like this they're just they put up that like when you first fell in love with that guy there were some walls that came down and you were hugging him and caressing him and stuff. But you ever had that friend, that girlfriend who's just very comfortable with touch and she'll like touch you and like rub your back or something. And it's not she's not trying to hit on you. I've had a lot of, I've mm-hmm. had, I have met a lot of women like that who are just, that's what their comfort level is. And it kind of made me go, Oh shit. Am I going to fuck this chick? Right. Like, it, it, but then I'm like, Oh my God. And what you were saying struck such a core with me. Cause I'm like, I do put up barriers uh, around people. Cause I'm like, we are not romantic together. It, regardless of me being in a relationship or not. Uh, you're a girl. We are not romantic. We will sit on the couch like this. Like I won't, lean on so I won't put my head on her shoulder because to me that's Hmm. an act of like that's sexual but that's so funny because I stopped myself from doing that, but it's like, just fucking, yeah, put your head like, on her I think
0: I'm more open to that than any one of my female friends is open to that because I'm like, yeah. no, no, honestly, no one's ever done that to me. But I also am very, like, not the kind of person that you would really attempt to do that to.
1: Right. Cause, like, when, when we do photo <laughs> shoots, when we did that photo shoot, and we were like, we wanted to be like almost, uh, we we modeled it off of Mary kate and Ashley, like their little incestuous photo shoot. And we were cut, <laughs> oh, we were like caressing. It was great photo shoot. Yeah. Um, we were caressing and stuff. But it felt, I'm like, oh
0: well because people always tell us thank you people people always like to make we always have a joke because in photo shoots everyone's like stand closer yeah act like your friends but but it's not we're just standing at a normal human distance right and like it did and I I mean the photos were great and I think it did feed off because we were actually like touching and so it looked like more like we were a unit because we're like we're gonna shoot this photo series where we we portray in the picture how people kind of think of us as this unit and it worked it was great like oh yeah and it was this. great but it felt didn't you feel a little something i don't know like no it felt nice it felt like you know it felt nice yeah, it, yeah, well, it didn't yeah.
1: necessarily feel sexual i like touching people a lot like really i'm a very because oh, i was nervous that you would hate that i was touching you so much no
0: my boyfriend actually made a comment there and he's like you're so affectionate and also my good friend oh. mike coscarelli he's like you're so affectionate and i think that would be something that people would think is like uh, not not true yeah and it's almost like sometimes i'm like living the, it's more than like my gender identity it's like who people think of me corinne fisher as uh personality like identity aggressive and yet, no, yes standoffish and i am totally those things that's just because i hate most of you though <laughs> right it's not because of her <laughs> yeah i mean even like when people come up to me who listen to the podcast i, I can see like very willing to give christina a hug Scared that I might hit them. And I promise you, I will I've never actually hit another human being. Right. Like it's not gonna happen.
2: I just love the idea of like, wouldn't it be great if a 16-year-old college jock could conceivably jerk off his best friend without opening up a whole Pandora's box of identity issues?
1: Well, but it would be a whole different
0: thing because that is explicitly sexual. What's the point? Well, because you Jerking off.
1: I mean,
2: like, w- the, uh, I've
1: me- I've, I feel like I've like masturbated with a friend in the room. I feel like I have when I was younger.
2: At the moment, th- that requires you to reevaluate what kind of human being you are, because there are two types of human being. Mm-hmm. There are gay people. And there are straight people,
1: well, right? No and no And
2: there's something in the middle which people fuck around with, like I'm bisexual, I'm transgender, or whatever. Those are on the fringe. But Ugh. most the can't way can't wait
0: for the emails about that trend. The way the way that
2: most people think about sexuality mm-hmm. is that there are that 90 of the population is straight, 10 percent is gay, and that is the way that we are hardwired. It's just like being, you know. I and now
1: know. I get why you hate labels because right. that is what they do to us. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a it's lot not, more. Gray it's area not though. helpful.
2: It's not helpful. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be? I honestly believe that in the 2030s, 2040s, maybe 2050s, it'll be possible
1: for the star
2: of the football team to be dating a guy and then six months later he's dating a girl and then he's dating a guy again and without opening up a massive question on campus or in high school about yeah. like, wait, what are you? What mm-hmm. are you? What exactly? What are you then? Concentrate what, what on are, your grades. What, what are you? But I you? think that what like, are
0: you
1: also comes from I don't know. a little I bit fucking, of a jealousy. I dug, we don't know who I we dug are
2: I having this dude in my bed, and well, now i dug having this and girl.
1: Someone like you is so comfortable being like, whatever the fuck, I don't care what I am. I am what I am. It threatens other people who are not secure enough. Yeah, it's within a little bit themselves. Of That's a, what it is. Yeah, it's that but, same
0: jealousy that we feel like when we call someone else a slut I think it's kind of that same jealousy like we're calling someone a slut because they're so open in their sexuality and they're uh, so freely expressing themselves and confident in that. that it's that same thing like we're so concerned with what people are because we don't have the like openness uh, in our own lives to live how we want sexual oh, right but
2: isn't that a cause isn't that caused by the fact that we are indoctrinating one another about um, gayness versus straightness yeah. in, in some ways I'm actually really critical of the gay sort of a lobby you don't want to call it that because gay people always send me angry emails when i say that but like the the rah 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 we are here we are queer we're gonna go marching down fifth avenue with our pom-poms and we're gonna put it in your face and this is gay and like uh, we're just born this way that sort of feeds into the religious right vision of the world yep. which is there are gay people there are straight people this is an identity if you touch a dick and you're a guy, automatically, that means that you have to start thinking about what that means for your identity, for mm-hmm. the afterlife, for the creator of the you're universe, right. all of this sort of but shit. But gay
0: people have also created a gay culture, which is so much more than just where you're sick in your dick. I mean, it, it's a whole culture. Yeah, well, but that was it problematic really for me. Oh, well, our friends for you, Ryan not, for, not for everyone, though. Yeah, there but, are some people, but I know there are some people who have very who have really, really grown and evolved because of the help uh, and support, the support of our, the gay community. Yeah,
1: I, I get what you're saying about like, or we had uh, our friend Ryan Duff on the podcast who hates the gay pride parade because it, it insinuates that stereotype of exactly what you're saying. But then, I mean, Corinne and I have marched in the gay pride parade a couple times and with our other friend who's been on the podcast, Grant, who's not, it's for the marriage equality, a, a non-for-profit organization. Like it wasn't like a rah, rah, here I am, Brady Spears. It wasn't like that at all. It was just like, hey, we should be equal. Cool. You know, so it was, it's, there's so many. Don't, and that. And
2: don't get me wrong. Look, gayness was something that was necessary because it was imposed upon us in the late 19th century. And especially, there's a fantastic book called The End of Gay and the Death of Heterosexuality Ooh. by a Canadian cultural theorist called Bert Archer. Ooh. I'd love to do a shout out and uh, you should read it if you can. <laughs> shout out, Bert uh he basically makes the point that it was during the during the world wars when gayness became really relevant because it became one of the criteria again by which people were excluded from the military mm-hmm. and so it became this pathology and then it went uh, it was only really between sort of the 1890s and the 1940s that the idea of there being such a thing as the homosexual came into vogue. Prior to that, there were just people doing sex acts. There wasn't a there wasn't a difference between gay people and straight people. Yeah. And to its credit, the gay community embraced that in the 60s, and we had Stonewall, and I think that was absolutely necessary. And I all kudos to all of my gay forefathers for having spent the last half century fighting for rights. And in many parts of this country, I think that's still necessary. And to get gay marriage, that's necessary in my own country. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like culturally in many parts of the world now, of the rich developed Western progressive world, that horse has kind of bolted and we don't really need it anymore. It was, a, it was, a, it was fighting at the barricades for an idea that was set up in opposition to its own oppression.
1: What do you think we need now?
2: A who gives a fuck attitude.
0: Yeah, or and, a I labelless who gives accept- a fuck Well, attitude. just overall acceptance. I think. Yeah. I think who gives a fuck is dangerous because people interpret that in the wrong way. Like you yeah. should. You
1: should. Well, I, I just, we, we've what, said who gives a fuck on our podcast before, and then people yeah. have written us like, "I got drunk and fucked eight people in one line and yeah. I don't give a fuck." Like, okay, no, I, well, no, I just mean, so I just mean, if your if you're if you're
2: if your daughter comes home and she's fifteen and she tells you that she just uh, slept with a girl, mm-hmm. you don't have a long, laborious, right. complicated conversation about what that means about her identity and the politics and the fashion and who's she going to vote for does that mean that she has to like maybe she just wanted a little bit of pussy in her face is that so wrong
1: and the coolest part about why are you 15
2: (laughs) why are you 15 (laughs) (laughs) because i was born 15 years ago (laughs) Ma
1: but but yeah and the coolest thing about people is we're so different from each other yet the differences are also what we used against each other it's so stupid like i celebrate and accept everybody's individuality because we are fucking snowflakes in that we are the only people human beings that have the exact same traits you know what i mean There, it, there is some individuality to it and i love that you go by the no label rule because like who fucking cares yeah I do, you, mean, do you get uh, turned on by women yeah i do do you when you jerk off when your husband isn't around do you watch porn
2: yeah, I rarely watch girls on porn because I find that female porn is so degrading and yeah. just just horribly misogynistic. <laughs> like it's hard to find porn that involves women that doesn't involve like dudes with big dicks coming all over their face or right. like slapping them on the ass or something. I think
1: And it's like sometimes yeah, like women will like that from time to time. Yeah, well, but you when it's ed- little ass slapping But when it's every fucking video. I uh,
2: yeah, so I mean I like I think the physiology of women is beautiful. I like boobs. Uh, I think like boobs. I think the uh, the vagina is clearly just designed to in, to make a penis happy. So there's nothing wrong with that design, <laughs> right? Right. It smiles. It even
1: smiles. Like I'm not crazy about
2: burying my face in it. I never liked that aspect of sex.
1: Right. Um, I know straight straight. Qu- I was like t- classic game. <laughs> yeah. No.
2: I know. But, yeah. I no, mean, no, But I
1: know guys who were like, but I don't like
2: eating out an asshole either. Like you know. I mean, it's not a. It's not a male. It's not a gay or straight. Well, it's just like I don't like
1: dirty and some general. girls don't like sucking penises but they identify as straight i mean i right. would say most girls like a lot of girls penis. don't like sucking penises. i'm gonna go
0: out on a ledge and say i most do girls don't like sucking penises and
1: i stand with few
2: <laughs> good for you good Thank for you, you. We up with,
0: i mean I,
2: I i don't know i mean I, I don't want to get to details about exactly what aspects of the female anatomy i like and don't like why but, Right.
1: toes tell me what you think like about me is it a foot uh, thing i hope it's a foot oh, thing dude, what kind I of fetishes do you have i'm so
0: boring i don't have
1: one you're not boring you're only boring if you say you are nipples
0: ears but There's everyone has nipples, eyebrows so that's good. yeah but girl nipples are different your nipples of. are
1: different what mine you have fairy nipples like pink bunny nose. Nipples. Oh, because the coloring very. Yeah. It's very light. Yeah. Yeah. Very when, light.
2: When when do I actually have sex with a person? Does it require penetration? Because I am I had a discussion about this earlier this week with some gay friends of mine who were saying that unless there's actual anal penetration, then it's not sex.
1: I had. I mean, I think I had sex with a girl and I didn't penetrate her. Exactly. I right? had her out. Well, it's just oral sex then. You just
0: you just put oral in front of it. Well, I the, just and sex. yeah, but the
2: word sex is still in the name.
0: Right. I mean, I so think, it is. I think they're different only because I just think the actual uh like penis vagina or butt penis butt i don't know where we're doing but that's just a little more <laughs> a, little this, a little bit of that i don't know i just feel like more intimate connection through that i don't know that's oh yeah it's it. a
2: different level of sex definitely it's like
0: less uh Less raunchy, maybe I don't know. It can be less raunchy, like oral. Uh, I guess oral sex can be romantic. I don't know. It's never it can be. But having a dick in my mouth just never really felt romantic. I will. I have really? had oral sex that felt felt romantic on my end, like people but eating wait, me out. But wait, if you when you romantic. when you
2: have that dick in your mouth, if you if that dick comes and if you also come then is that not an experience cumulatively that is sex?
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's not sex, but just it's not it's not the same level of sex. Well, I you actually know? looked up the right.
1: definition of sex because uh, when you talked about that in your email, like, do we define our sexuality by who we're attracted to, who we fall in love with, who we are currently sleeping with? I, I think you define it however the fuck you want but uh, I looked up like what's the definition of sex like <laughs> the, the act and it just like engaging in sexual activity specifically intercourse but it didn't say just intercourse it didn't say intercourse so I think people are could be I mean free to define it I think if two people want. are
2: getting off then yeah. that's like cause I mean look, put this back to my life and like gayness right so I had a bunch of experiences with guys when I was in my teens and my early 20s but, like, the whole, like, butt thing was not something that I was particularly interested in or yeah. particularly understood. It was just like, oh, that's a hot guy and he likes me as well. Great. Let's just fool around. Those experiences were sexual experiences. Yeah. And to discount them as being non-sexual simply because they didn't involve penetration seems to me yeah, that's a, a little bit misguided.
1: Yeah. Or I think if someone saying, like, get like out you, didn't really free sex card. you didn't have because an you
0: didn't have anal. It's, that's. Dumb. That yeah, I mean, well, a no, major- this is like when Britney Spears was pretending when she was a virgin and she only had had like butt sex with Justin Timberlake or something. Uh, oh my god!
2: And this is also a real big issue in lot the lot South chick- and the Midwest yes, because yes. a lot of a lot of girls are getting it up the butt because Jesus doesn't want them to take yeah. it in the vajayjay. Right. So they think believe that that- me,
0: Jesus would rather have you take it up the pussy. No, <laughs>
2: yeah, because Jesus doesn't.
1: didn't make your yeah, butthole. No, holes, he would. Uh, I'm speaking for Jesus. Jesus, no. told Jesus me worry about your butthole. The- Jesus was like, girl, do <laughs> put it in the puss. The
2: creator of the universe doesn't want you to put it. In your oh, pussy God. He wants just, you To take it I'm anally. so
1: sad For girls Who started With
0: butt sex Ow oh. Owie <laughs> Me too. Owie, owie. And that's
2: why there's like record rates of gonorrhea and chlamydia and all this stuff in the in the American South. Why are you guys so fucked up when it comes well, I to think, sex? Well, by
1: the way? Uh, because our parents don't want to talk to us about it, and then or sometimes they do. But then the public education, there's no mandate on sexual education in public um, schools. Fucked up is a label, and I would rather you know label us like that. <laughs> yeah, it's so. really fucking rude. But anyway, <laughs> school, a public school can teach abstinence only education. They can also teach, and also the, John Oliver did the did a segment on this in a, on last week. Tonight, which is a great fucking show, there's doesn't there's not even a mandate that public education, uh, sex education in public schools has to be accurate. No, it doesn't have to be accurate. In
2: uh, I mean, That's... in a certain number of states, in like 23 states, and and
1: if you think about it. They don't talk about the female orgasm in, in in sex ed. I mean, anybody I've ever talked to never talks about the female orgasm because that's not what helps make the baby happen.
2: No, it's so weird. Like Stupid. in the eighties in Australia, Australia is this weird combination of backwardness and very very progressiveness. It was the second oh. country in the world to give women the vote after New Zealand. It's oh. been very progressive on gay rights, the, uh, with the exception with of the, marriage, yeah, which, which is, is so a weird. But you know, the biggest gay and lesbian festival in the world is the the Mardi Gras in sydney which takes place every year and so interesting and so it's this weird kind of hybrid in the 80s when aids broke out we had the most massive public education campaign which the united nations has pointed to as the precisely correct way to respond to an epidemic which was there were videos there were ads in prime time that i remember seeing when i was a little kid of the grim reaper at a bowling alley Mm. The Grim Reaper pulls a ball out of the bowling alley. You know, that little thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, the ball holder. I don't know what you call (laughs) it. The ball holder. holder. (laughs) He rolls it down. I don't know what you call that thing. The lane, the lane. Yeah.
1: Do you bowl? You don't bowl. I You're don't not go. really. You don't a Jew bowl. Don't Any Jew, Jew knows about sports. bowling. Oh, no! <laughs> I tell you about the
0: bowling. No! I don't like labels like knowing about bowling. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not labels. So much who and knows bowling is
1: about bowling. Up. Stop trying and to cage and, me. And, in. And, so does he get a strike or not? Nah?
2: You see the bowling ball smash into women, children, and <gasps> oh. all these families who are at the end. They are the the pins are just human beings, and it smashes them apart, and like their limbs fly off, and there's lot and everything. And then it says, AIDS? <laughs> yeah. And then it, no, then it, then, it, then it literally, it literally says, it
0: literally
2: says AIDS is a virus that is coming. <gasps> oh my, God.
1: It, oh my and it, God. And it says
2: always use a condom. Mm,
1: wow. Always. I'll put a rubber on after that. Wow.
2: So I always, I mean, I, ne- I didn't even understand. Scare I, tactics always, are good. I can honestly say I have never not used a condom. In, uh, apart from being in a oh. monogamous long-term relationship
1: Good for you That's great Because I was so amazing.
2: brainwashed No, I'm not looking for Oh, okay, I'll upload.
1: I'll so we're yeah, still really, slow clapping it really, it really took a long time for us to get Josh to applaud himself <laughs> Like pulling teeth over That's here. what we were making a bet before he came over How long until Josh <laughs> fucking applauds himself so. um, We have to wrap Is there anything you want to say uh, Before we go Other than uh, you should check out We the people live on iTunes and SoundCloud Yeah and your website, WTPlive.com, is where you can find all the episodes, right? Yes. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention? Fuck Promote? No. <laughs> 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 Fuck that. I'm uh, done.
2: No, I mean, go to Australia.
1: I, okay. We want to. We have a lot of listeners in Australia. A Great. lot of listeners. I oh, hello, listeners opera. in Australia. Yeah. I, the
2: and, Opera House.
0: And well, they, I love Millons. the opera, so I would assume I would like what was playing at <laughs> At aforementioned opera, Madonna is <laughs> having a concert there.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. If you uh, if, so if you want to hear uh, all kinds of conversations like this, then We the People Live is a is a podcast Fantastic where we get podcast. we get three people in a bar in Brooklyn and we banter about the week's news. Mostly yeah. people like Artie Lang. And, Hell yeah! Uh, well, I guess know, me and Christina
0: Jones as one person that yeah. time. Well, women are whole pe- women are
1: whole people. Oh right, yeah, right, right. No, right, right. both of gone. you, both so, of you are half people. So the two of
2: you together make a full person. Congratulations! Thank
1: you. So happy.
2: Well, it's lovely for. For you to have me here. Thank Thanks, you for Josh. Uh,
0: for Thank you so me. much. You're great. We really Whoa. appreciate you coming down. And this is wonderful. This has been guys we fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast. We will talk to you next Friday. Just give me an answer.